Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. This episode is a little bit unusual, so if you can't go there with me today, that's totally fine. This is definitely one of the more out there topics. So there was a a line of research happening at Princeton for, for maybe 20 years or so, where they were trying to investigate with rigorous scientific method whether it was possible to shift physical reality using only your mind. So we're talking things like telekinesis and telepathy and um, these sorts of phenomenon. And what was fascinating is they demonstrated, again, using very rigorous scientific methods, there, there was actually a shift that that there was something that happened, not large, but because they did these experiments over and over again, over time, the body of evidence really lined up, added up until it really was not like this is not a statistical probability analysis. You know, it'd be like one chance in a hundred million or something. So basically, and the person who funded it was an aircraft manufacturer. And what he had noticed was that his aircraft started to act kind of oddly during times of crisis. And so there's this element of like, how is our consciousness actually affecting the physical reality? So this is an interesting line of thought. And I think for me, what was fascinating about this, as I was talking with my husband, Phil, we we were talking about how so often what we hear when we go to church is something about how you are a sinner, you are broken, you are, you know, a desperate, vile worm in need of a savior. And I would say, I think all of those things are true pre-Christ. And even after we come to Christ, we might on occasion sin, and we might at times feel broken or not be as healed as we might wish. Um, But the reality is, if we're allowing those thoughts to come into our minds, we are in some ways agreeing with these statements about ourselves that aren't actually true. And if you think about it, if it was demonstrably proven in a lab that somebody could make the scatter shot of little marbles flowing down a pinball machine move more to the right or to the left just through their thoughts, it's definitely possible that if you're thinking thoughts all the time about how you're a sinner or how broken you are, that that's going to actually affect how you view yourself. That's going to affect how you live. That's going to affect your mindset and your your behavior and how you interact with other people. And so my encouragement to you is to really go and read through Romans 6 and Again and again in Romans 6, what we find is that we co-died with Christ. We were co-risen with him. That we actually live with him. And when you get to Romans 7, this is kind of that strange passage about how um, that which I don't want to do, I do. And who can deliver me from this body of death? And so... I would say when I was in my early 20s, I always kind of found that passage to be sort of comforting, like, oh, good, I'm not alone in all of my failures. Paul experienced it, too. And yet the reality is, why would I ever want to celebrate something like that? And as I've studied more about this topic, 
you know, what Paul was doing in that passage, because both in Romans 6 and in Romans 8, it's really clear that he's dead to sin. It's really clear that he's been united with Christ and that <laughs> that we dwell with him. And therefore, we can't dwell both with Christ and with sin at the same time. Like, you can't both live in Central Virginia and Jerusalem. That would be impossible. It Like, simultaneously, that would be really silly. And so, what was Paul doing in Romans 7? There's this beautiful explanation that he was using a rhetorical device where people would speak to um, the dead or they would speak to the the past. And so this is really what Paul is doing is he's saying, this is how it used to be for me. I remember what it was like before. It was pretty awful. I tried to stop sinning and I couldn't do it. And then even that picture, who shall deliver me from the body of death? There was a, apparently, historically, what they found is that the Roman emperors at times would tie a corpse to a criminal that they wanted to punish and kill. And so it would be limb to limb. And so this man who was about to die would gradually succumb because this rotting corpse was connected to him. And so this is the picture that Paul uses, is that we're dragging around this horrible, stinking hulk. And so then the question, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Well, then it says, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then you just picture that the sword of the Spirit coming and just cutting us free from this body of death that we're dragging around. And so then we're not living with that death anymore. So... This is a pretty big topic. I think this, for me, was probably the single most transformative realization of my Christian walk was that I'm actually free from sin. I don't have to sin anymore. I don't have to think about sin anymore. That that it's I'm free. It's amazing. And so I encourage you to just let this word fall on you and study this some more. This is, I think, very clear in the scripture. I just don't think that the church for the most part, understands this or teaches it. And as a result, I don't think most of us have the breakthrough that we need, the breakthrough that we actually should have in Christ.